everybody. Welcome to Tell Off with Tootie. This is Tootie Baron with my wonderful co-host, Kelly Mumphrey. Hi, Kev. How are you? Hi, how are you? I'm doing fantastic as usual. And like Rihanna, even if you're not, I pretend. <laughs> oh, yeah, I see that going around on TikTok a lot. Right? <laughs> He's like, how are you? Great. And if you know what, you pretend, girl. So what, because what else were you going to do? Like cry? Come on now. What are you up to, Kev? Um, just enjoying this warm winter weather. Yes. It's been cold lately. Yeah, not here. You know what? It's kind of weird. You were telling me the other, the other day that it was like 70 degrees where you are. Yeah, it was 70. Uh, it went down to like to the 30s, 20s, and then it goes back up to the like 50s and 60s. It just goes up and down here. Like almost to the year, almost to the end of December, and you have like 70. That scares yeah, me. Yeah, so we have like in, in the south, we have like maybe three good weeks of winter. Yeah, that kind of scares me. Everything else is just whatever happens, happens. You know, it it says a lot about global warming, and that's just scary. But anyway, we're not going to talk about the weather over here. But you know what? I was thinking, Kev. Hey, Kev, how do you feel about the adult industry? That was was a switch. We're just going to weather the porn. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's me, everybody. There you go. <laughs> well, that was random. So by the industry, do you mean like um, like in general or like do I watch porn or what do you mean? You know, I, I, I feel like how do you think the adult industry have influenced uh, the way we live and how we operate in personal and relationships nowadays? Okay, it definitely gives you a, um, a un... How do I want to say this? A not a realistic view of a sexual relationship between two people. Where you would be safe to say is like an unrealistic idea with what... Incredibly unrealistic. How actually intimacy looks like and what actually people in general like, guys and girls. Like, have you seen some of these videos? Yeah. The maid comes to the house. She comes in to clean up. The guy's like, "Uh, well, for twenty dollars, do this." That's another twenty. No, and it's just it's just like in general. It's yeah, that's the the Hollywood part of it, right? The romance. That's the romance of the of the movie. I've never heard the word romance and porn put together. That's the romance of the movie when somebody like knocks on the door and like, open the door. That's as much as romance that you're gonna have over there. <laughs> I mean, they they obviously because I mean we all have our like fantasies or some people even like to role play. So yeah, that's act upon that. Yeah, that, that overdo it. That can be fun. That can be fun. Yes, that role play can be fun. Uh, but if, if we take the subject and, and we try to achieve at all, at all times that same reality, I think it's just setting yourself for a failure. Uh, and I think that, you know, sometimes I feel that guys have the preconceived idea that 
a woman like at all times she has to be like a cute baby doll you know what i mean a baby doll like a, like in the lingerie every time that i go to bed going lingerie let me tell you something i mean going to bed in lingerie yeah, i think that part we care about I, a lot of people does a lot of people, a lot of guys that have the, this concept, like, oh my God, let me just, you need to go to bed. It's like super sexy. You have to be like super sexy at all times. And it's, that's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure. And a lot of discomfort. Let me just be clear. Like being with a cute, skimpy lingerie going to bed, sometimes it's not comfortable. Like a lot of us like to sleep. Like when you go to bed, bed, go to sleep. Yeah, like, now the average guy doesn't really think about how oversized. Like, I guess it's for you all. Can we just can I just throw like an oversized pajama, like oversized cotton pajamas, and let me go to bed? Like things like yeah, there's that. There's no porno with that one. <laughs> and then and it would be like, yes, it's like no, but the concept of having this little doll at all times is is draining and unrealistic. That's my point. But also, I think like. Uh, Kind of makes it really unrealistic as well. Like uh, many times, the um, probably the I mean, sometimes they get downright dirty. Like you know, they'll spit in your mouth. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't want to get too detailed here, but well. do some th- actually, why are you <laughs> a lot of people don't like it. A lot of people might enjoy this. So. <laughs> <laughs> just say you you really just turned red on that one <laughs> okay i thought that was a bit out there maybe not as out there as i thought i am no <laughs> well i um i my point in here <laughs> <laughs> My point here will be that sometimes I feel that uh, is is setting uh, this uh, is creating problems more than creating like good intimacy. Like if you go out and you find yourself that a, a, a lot the concept of intimacy is being lost and disturbed by the adult industry. You know, the tenderness. The, the the love making what is supposed to be nice and kind it is just it has turned into what the preconceived idea that what you guys think, think that we like the, like romance aspect of it because i mean yes there is a romantic aspect of of intercourse but there's also an animalistic form of it and i think they kind of feed into more of it. I mean, sometimes you just feels like feel like a animal in those moments it's being it's been so highlighted that it's almost like it's been morphing to trying to be generalized into it and i i don't find it that quite right you know because it's losing intimacy it's losing uh what it, it, it means you know in, in general um what women like is not what usually that drilling power just going through you, through you. But sometimes. Listen, that <laughs> drilling force all day, every day, all time, it is, is, it's not what really, you know, 
women are about and it's lost just that intimacy that tenderness that can turn wild at some point and even in some given moments is super excited but he's been turned into this really animalistic savaging act and i think where it also get really bad like let's say you may have certain families that like the subject of sex is incredibly taboo. So they may even talk about it. So let's say a young boy, his first kind of Exposure. learning about sex is from porn. Mm-hmm. So that's how he takes takes in, in, up into having his sexual life. He's trying to mimic what yeah. he sees in porn, or he likes yeah. the type of women that he see that he'll see in a porno, and they're not realistic Bingo. women because they probably bad work done or something like that. Bingo, bingo, bingo. And that also has triggered a lot of body image dysmorphia and a lot of personal insecurities, like body shaming, a lot of them. To the point that women are completely changing everything. Like if, if you look at it, you know, the girl wants to be how the adult industry have kind of like told you what is the what is a woman to be attractive you know how she have to look big perky breasts small little waist big booty like the other day i was just looking at a a picture of the queen of pop like this woman is amazing you know madonna amazing woman absolutely groundbreaking a powerful force and i saw a picture of her and she has a huge booty like he has this beautiful peachy booty and the image that i remember from the madonna that i grew up seeing you know frozen madonna you know ray of light madonna very her arms very you know tight her body very petite and not curvy at all, no booty at all. But now we have a big booty Madonna. Now that could also be an age, maybe. No, honey, she had it an eighteen-year-old booty Madonna. Like you know what I mean? And and I I was looking back and it's like you know, just by the looks of things, and how guys are like it has to look this way. If it looks this way, or I don't, I don't go there because it has to look this way. And all that comes from the adult industry. Also, if, like you're, like it could be almost like because it's it's practically free now. Yeah, that's another. That's so another they thing. end up getting like yeah. a. There's there's so much of it. Like there's way more of it now. Mm-hmm. Like when I was a kid. So, I mean, you could mess with that so much that when you're actually with a woman, your body doesn't react to it. And then you, and then what is the end? What is the end result? You end in feeling like a loser. You end in feeling like you're less than, and that's creating all set of trauma, right? Oh, I, 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 I am not good enough. I didn't achieve. I don't add like what I saw. I supposed to act like that. She was supposed to act like this, and that didn't happen. So that means that I am, I am bad. So that means that I, I, I am not good at what I'm doing. I, I can't achieve this. I, 
is all a completely different set of trauma that we're dealing with. Or you judge like uh, your male size due to that as well. And like the average there guy, like go. they're not picking the average guys for these things. They're, yes, they're unrealistic. They're unrealistic of everything. Like how you're supposed to, the, the anatomy of your body or what is accepted or the concept of what women will accept. So if, you, if you, I am not anatomically looking like that, then I am not good. Then I don't feel good. Then I can be, or I, I, or I cannot make her feel good because I am not kind of close off to women altogether. There you go. I mean, and on top of society telling you, don't cry. Don't look, don't act like a girl. Don't throw like a girl. Don't be like a girl. And on top, on top of that, you know what I mean? you filling yourself with all this content that is actually not ruling for you. What are so we creating? It, I was just thinking, is it like porn in Colombia? Yes, it's everywhere. <laughs> we actually have a, a very famous one. Oh my God, what is her name? We have a very famous one, uh, a woman, Esperanza something. I will have to Google it. Esperanza, holy smoke. Esperanza something. She's really, really famous. That's and, her actual name or her yeah. stage name? No, es es Esperanza. I always heard about Esperanza. I don't know what's her, like, her real name. I mean, that's just... That's a stage name, name, probably. I don't know. I, do they have a stage name? I guess they do have a stage name. I don't know. So that's the name that I know her for. It's Esperanza. Oh, oh, I don't know her. I've heard. Do you found her? I want you to Google her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Esperanza something. But since you brought it up, I may actually just do that now. Yeah, Esperanza something. And she's, she's very popular. But, you know, Latin America it has so many things that are taboo. So many things. Uh, and, yeah, definitely the adult industry is completely taboo. I remember the first time that I got exposed to the adult industry, I was really, really young. And in a way, it was so funny. It was so funny, Kev, the way I... That's Baranza Gomez? I think so. Yes, that's her. That's her. So, um, I was... Um, yep, I found her. You, oh, Lordy! <laughs> yes. Yeah, she's 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 Colombian and she's very you know I think that she's the only Colombian one. and popular. Yes, yes. Uh, she yeah. says she's a very passionate woman. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, she's she's a professional at her at her at her field. I guess she's very professional at her field. So I remember the way I got exposed to that the adult industry it was super funny because I, my mother didn't have like we didn't have like cable TV, you know, so. And it was like an antenna on top of the, the roof. And sometimes you can like see channels. And at that point, like cable was starting to like, it's starting to come up. And my neighbor next door, he had cable TV. So it, with the antenna, we were able to kind of like see a little bit. And I was one day, you, do you remember those TVs that you have like, have like a little wheel and you're supposed to like, they're not, not a remote control TV. Oh, I know what you're talking about. 
Yeah, there are some old school TVs. Oh my god, the little wheel, and then you can just kind of like tune on the on the TVs, like just to find, like just to clear up the the channel. So I was going back, I was going back and forth, and I remember that I was like keep on just wheeling the little thingy, and I saw something like, "What is this? That this is? Oh my god!" And I couldn't understand. And I just keep wheeling the little thing in until the image came clear. And oh boy, you wheeled it too far. I I I mess with the little wheel too far. Yeah. And how old were you in this happened? I think I was like thirteen years old, maybe. It was, it was, you know, I didn't keep the secret to myself either. <laughs> hey, wait, you told your mother? No, but I told my neighbor. My neighbor across the street, and and my and a friend from school, I believe so. And then I told them, I said, you know, guys, I was wheeling my TV, and this is where I found you guys. Need to come in. You guys need to see this with me. <laughs> and they all came to see the see. It was three girls. It was the three old guys, and we just were watching. Them. Oh my god, look at that! Oh my god, that was the first time that we got exposed to. And it was yeah. That was back in the day. No, it's super taboo. It was something like we were doing something wrong. We're looking at something wrong. And, and I didn't want to go to hell by myself. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 in a very Catholic. Oh, my God. What am I whispering, by the way? <laughs> well, I'm, hey, hey, make sure you have some company. <laughs> in a very Catholic oriented society, very, very judgmental society. I just didn't want to take all that pressure on my own. I needed to, to vent. How did they have that talk? I never had that talk with my mom. So no birds and the bees talk? There was no birds and the bees. You learned from turning the TV. Uh, yeah. And it was, it's so freaking taboo. It, it, it really is. When I find it, just, is I can't, I don't have it. Like, I can't understand. I can't grasp. I have, my brain has a, a, an urge to making sense. I can't make sense out of it. Like, why do you- think it's more taboo there than, let's say, here in America? Even though there's parts here in America that are completely taboo about it, I feel that it's way more over there. Like, we we have a lot to- to work like we we still we just now getting exposed to same self same uh, same sex marriage and same same sex couples the lgbtq what are the other ones plus lgbtq yeah just say it to plus because i don't yeah, know lgbtq plus community you know what i mean we're just um starting to get exposed to that and being a little more upset and not exposed more accepted because if we go back it, it was shameful and not only shameful it was bullied like literally if you see a guy walking with a different walk or talking uh, with a different uh, you know in, intonation of his, of his voice it would be bully like walking on the street a complete stranger and everybody's gonna start like yelling at him shaming him he, i remember that it's absurd cruel is 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 awful but i remember that so now people are is a little more open now uh i i they have like well before covid they used to have like a, a gay parade a, a pride parade you know what i mean excuse my ignorance. They have this in colombia yeah in cartagena they they did have like a pride parade parade um 
but this is something that has been coming within like the before COVID like a few three years, like not even five. Like this is like really an, an early, early, early thing in early stages of opening up to being able to be more accepted, accepting. So yeah, the adult industry is definitely something that is taboo so even talk about. It. So I know like, you know, they have the birds and the bees talk, mm-hmm. but apparently mm-hmm. most, most of us hadn't had. Do you feel like you have, you have to have a talk to your child about pornography? Holy smokes. Um, we did have a, a talk about that. And in a sense... Oh, so you of, did? How did that go? It, it was... Uh, okay, how can I say this? It was, um, at the moment, very disappointed because he wasn't brought up to me first, you know? So it was very disappointing at the moment. Uh, but I was, ve- I was, I made sure to ensure because more than the exposure is there, right? It's something that I can avoid. Yeah, I, you know, I have all the the parental controlling all her devices and everything, but I am not gonna be there all the time to be controlling every single device for the rest of her life, right? So my focus was on the realization that that is not reality and my body i don't appreciate my body being treated that way you know that's not real like if if, if i my body is a sanctuary and whoever is invited to this sanctuary is, is something that is going to worship my body just as much as i worship my body and that is not the representation that you see in the adult industry so that was the focus of my my uh, conversation with her more than like you are bad you are this you're that I was extremely disappointed at the fact that it wasn't brought up to me first and it was um it was exposed unfortunately through school and and through images Wait, so that, the school had the conversation no it, from friends at school so oh, I, I I think I get what you're saying now. Yeah. So you wanted it, to have, you wanted to be proactive. I so I wanted to be when I figured that out because she didn't tell me. I figured it out. So when I figured it out, my concern that my this I was disappointed at the fact that you know that this is not reality. And oh, and she learned from school. From some friends, some friends exposed her to some content that I didn't care for. That it was. Oh, that's how we all find out. Right. Yes. So, um, and I, I saw the, the content and, and it was very disappointed. It was disappointed at the fact that, you know, I've been super open. So if, and I consider myself super open when it comes to my child and how I, I behave around her, you know, I want her to be confident and I want her to know that she, and regardless, she can always come to me. You come to me first, we can talk about it. Mommy's not going to judge you and mommy's going to tell you as it is. So when that curiosity came, you know, or when that content was shared, it wasn't brought out to me. And that to me was hurtful because, you know, on my end, it feels like you don't trust me. You think I'm going to judge you. And that's not my job here. My job here is, is show you a way, a, a, a hopefully a better way than the one I had without judging you. Maybe you can learn from my experience. So I, I was more focused and you have to realize that this is, 
this is no reality and your body's a sanctuary and we don't enjoy treat our bodies being treated that way but anyway so like in relationships mm -hmm. um if your guy was a watcher porn would that be like a red flag for you i wouldn't take it as a red flag as long as uh you are grounded in what reality looks like a lot of people will take lots of red flags. Oh my God, he's cheating. Oh my God, I am not enough. I am not good enough. Oh, I, I am good enough. Now, would you watch it with them? Which I watch it with it. You know what? I have tried. I have tried that in the past, but uh, it's never end up in arousing. On me, it never end up on like working. It's distracting. So is it like, like when you're watching, are you like being critical or, or is it like, what is going on here? It's, you know, this is going to sound really, really uh, not my character or my personality, but not being critical, being coed. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. It's going to elaborate. It's like almost embarrassed and shy like not able to be myself and i think i'll do much better as being myself as i watching somebody else do something because it's almost like i i don't it's almost like a self-conscious like i am i probably i am not gonna look like her i am not gonna yell and scream like her i you know so it's it's almost like that it's it's, it's coy but um so i i I think I tried it once, maybe twice, and just it didn't it didn't work. I always find it comical, like they're really they can be really funny at times. Well, <laughs> like you know how soap like novellas are like really dramatic forms of television. It's just like you know the adult industry to me is such a cheesy, cheesy acting. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I've never seen just pristine theater acting, and you, and obviously you don't really need it. It's, <laughs> it's really cheesy acting. It's really cheesy acting, unrealistic cheesy acting. But anyway, really just that's the part you fast forward anyway. The the past you fast forward. <laughs> look at you! Look at you, lasty man, going for the action. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I really. came for the home runs, not not the first and second <laughs> bases. <laughs> and just to wrap up this episode, that is being very spicy, very spicy and controversial. A lot of people. Now, are we wrapping this conversation up with a condom, or how, how are we wrapping this? Up? <laughs> We're wrapping this conversation with an STD test. <laughs> Is brought to you in part by Trojan. I love it. <laughs> Just wrapping this up. Let's you know. Let's focus on reality. Let's stay in reality. If you wanna, if you wanna have some fun, just enjoy your fun. But always remember that there is a world over here. It doesn't look like the one in the screen. Remember that. And thank you so much for listening to us. Thank you for following us. It's amazing the support. And. Don't forget to keep subscribing, keep listening to our episodes on Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, 
and all mainstream. We love you and we'll see you next time. Bye. Shout out to Esperanza. <laughs> Esperanza, you have a fan over here. <laughs>